0: Hello, my fellow. Hello. How? What is. No, we've definitely done that one. <laughs> we've
1: done what's poppin'. I did that
0: one. How? Man, do you ever. What is a greeting? That's how I'm gonna... What? What is a greeting? Hi! hi how are you I,
1: i'm feeling muddled today i think is the word that i would use to... oh no why well i'm not well i don't know if you can tell by my voice i've had a cold
0: oh yeah you've got a cold for
1: like the past three days now and then my body decided oh you know what since you've got a cold let's also make it your time of the month so it was like everything all at once just everything
0: everything everywhere all at once
1: everything everywhere all at once literally <laughs> Have you tried, like,
0: <laughs> uh, a bagel?
1: I mean, I know bagels usually fix everything, but in this case, it, it didn't fix
0: things. Oh, man, that's crazy. That sucks. Because I feel like a bagel would have possibly...
1: And everything bagel would fix everything. But unfortunately, I didn't I didn't get the bagel.
0: Or sausage fingers? No, I
1: didn't have hot dog's fingers either.
0: Sorry, hot dog fingers. They
1: were like hot dog fingers, are not they? Because they were all like... Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: they were gross either way. It was a good film, though. It was such
1: a good film. Such a good film. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing, I'm functioning, I'm not quite... I'm up and not crying. What are you chuckling about?
0: Well, I just remembered one of my topics requires me getting a book. Because I've I've got a handy sticky now. (laughs)
1: Look at you with your sticky now. (laughs) But you need a book.
0: I need to grab a book from downstairs. One second. Okay.
1: Hello, and we'd like to welcome you to the Shannon McHugh Hour. Today, we talk about what is your hamster doing when you're not at home? Do aliens exist? Find out
0: today <laughs> on the Shannon
1: Hour, <Chandler> <laughs> live at 5 p.m. Okay, I'm back. Hello, welcome back. Back to the topic.
0: This is why we can't take breaks in recording. So much has happened since we last recorded. So I've written stuff down as it goes along. Okay, okay, okay. I went on a book-buying bonanza. Some would say. I have a problem buying books. Which is to say, I buy one book, and then I promptly buy 13, and then a few weeks later, I buy 12 more. You
1: can't buy one book. You
0: can't buy one book, I particularly can't buy one book. I have books from so long ago, the problem is, I read one book a month. It's still my goal, we're still sticking with it.
1: Love that, love that for
0: you. I buy more books than I can physically read in that time frame.
1: Will you- You're also a hoarder, right? You're not just a bookworm, you're a book hoarder. So
0: my book-buying habit is separate to my book-reading habit. I I love buying a book... Crispy's woken up. Oh,
1: hello Crispy, of course
0: she has. I love buying a book. I love owning books. I love books. Books are great. I don't have the time to just constantly read books. I have work and a lot of hobbies. (laughs) I just
1: have my main hobby at the moment, which is... Book until this book is done, and then I will be calm again. I will relax a bit again. Because
0: but... you're reading the new Thursday Murders one, aren't you?
1: I am! I'm reading The Last Devil to Die, the new Thursday Murder Club but... And I
0: haven't read it yet, but we might be doing a little book review of that one once I have. Books, which gets me on to the book I had to run downstairs and grab. A Lesson in Vengeance is what the book's called. So basically, it's a lot of teen drama, and I love a ridiculous book. I love a book where, you know, the person's so rich, and somehow they're gonna solve a crime because they're like, 17 years old. It's great, it's stupid. This is very rich people, in a boarding school, with like, a murder mystery component. It's all about witches and stuff, there used to be these witches in school, in the school, and they- she murdered her friends and was not. so it's all about old witch trials that are then kind of being recreated and everything.
1: Okay. So it's like history repeating itself.
0: Kind of, yeah. Kind of a situation like that. And basically, it starts off with this main character, um, you find out her girl, it's gay as well, so we love that.
1: Oh, we love it. We love
0: it. Her girlfriend died, and it's all kind of unveiling that. But then she comes across, obviously, obviously she comes across this mysterious other girl, because they're like 17, 18. And obviously, this 17, 18-year-old, she's like a best-selling author already. As as is typical. (laughs)
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So... You know, I'm loving it just based on that. It's like Percy Jackson. Of course this thirteen year old can save the world. Yes,
1: of course he can. Like, why not? It's like, um, what was it? Was it Alex Ryder, the spy? Yeah. Like, of course, yeah, he's basically James Bond. Even though he's like thirteen. That makes sense.
0: Obviously. That makes I of course these adults will entrust this child. With this responsibility.
1: Yeah, that would never happen. Like, if you think about it really, it's just like, why would you trust that to a teenager when I'm not being funny? A teenager can't be trusted with themselves. They think they know everything.
0: Absolutely cannot be. But I bookmarked some really great moments of this book.
1: Please, tell me. Once.
0: So, literally, when she meets her, they have like a bit of obviously they don't get along straight away. Why would they?
1: No, you've got to have a bit of like anger between each of them first to get it like juicy.
0: Yeah, yeah. The first chapter that she meets her ends with being, I want to find a loose thread on the collar of her shirt and tug. I want to unravel her. Oh,
1: do you now?
0: I was like, the way that's put is just kind of really interesting.
1: Gay panic?
0: You don't often look at someone and be like, I'm going to unravel you. But I think it's a really nice, like, a cool way to kind of sum up a mystery. There's these other girls in this house, this a very exclusive house, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, of course.
0: Obviously, only thirteen people. No, I think five people can be in the house per year, it's very exclusive. It's a good book, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed this book.
1: But it's very much teen drama.
0: They go out, they recreate, like, fake or real magic. One of them believes in magic, the rest don't. Kind of make their own little cult, essentially. Ellis is the best-selling author that full-on I did think was gonna murder everyone. And I will not say whether she did or whether she didn't.
1: Oh no, I need to know. Did she kill everybody?
0: There's this other section about midway through the book, where they're all meeting in the woods. It says, Clara gazes adoringly at Ellis, as though Ellis had offered her true and everlasting friendship for the low price of her eternal soul. Because they're, like, pretending to do rituals and everything. It does have that low-key... Oh no, this could be a cult.
1: Yeah. Like, this could actually... So is magic real? Or is it, like, speculated that
0: it's real? The entire time, the one that believes in magic keeps saying, you know, I'm being haunted by this ghost, and being haunted by this old witch, and I saw all this magic, and it's real, and they get really drunk, and it snows in the middle of winter. So it's very much uh The one that believes in magic is sure it's magic, and the ones that don't believe in magic will be like, it's just coincidence. But
1: it's not established that magic is a thing in this world, essentially. Just this person believes in
0: it. Yeah, like, it's not proven that it's magic, it's just proven that someone believes that the things that are happening are magic. It's
1: magic. So it's
0: grounded in reality, it's not like actual they have magic, it's she thinks there's magic. The biggest fantasy part is the fact that, you know, she's a best-selling author at Seventeen. Yeah, okay,
1: cool, cool, cool.
0: Throughout it all, it's got like these cool tones of basically being like, something mysterious is going on, even <coughs> halfway through it, Literally one of them reads a poem that's like a whole life is beginning. Unfortunately, it's going to be a very short life You've got literal someone's gonna die tones throughout.
1: Yeah, like something's gonna happen.
0: Like another Someone's definitely gonna die is I'm left alone with nothing but a watch ticking on my wrist and the inescapable knowledge that sooner or later my time will run out It's one of those ones that throughout you are sure someone is going to die And I won't see if anyone does die or if it's just leading to that and it's really cool the way it kind of weaves it into it, whilst just casual conversation is happening.
1: Yeah, it's just like, hey, here's this teen drama thing, but also...
0: But also, someone's gonna get murdered.
1: Someone's gonna get murdered.
0: Maybe. But it's a really fun, happy book, kind of, for ghosts and ghouls and murders.
1: Ghosts and ghouls and murders, all the things that we do love.
0: I go to a coffee shop. A chain coffee shop. I won't name it, because we put them on blast sometimes. I have gone to that coffee shop quite a few times, I would say. not mainly but you know every now and then I'll be like ooh I fancy you know a bit of a different roast you've been there with me they have never and I do mean never gotten my order right not in a detrimental way it's still always vegan and it's still usually somewhat similar
1: right okay which is good
0: but say I always a cappuccino I'm getting a latte or I'm getting a different milk or I order no chocolate there's chocolate on it that they have to take off or I order A frappuccino. It's a different type of frappuccino. It's like I order something and then like, we're gonna take that order and do a fun twist of what we think you want. I don't really have it in me to complain, uh, because I don't care. Yeah,
1: because it's just a coffee at the end of the day, but also...
0: But also, yeah, if I wanted to order a mystery drink, I would have probably said, please, just give me whatever I guess you think I want. What, have you done shopping? Have you done any shopping?
1: I mean, we went shopping on... Boxing day to hell, we'll call it, we did, we went to hell, and
0: it was hell. So on Boxing Day, Shannon goes, let's go shopping to a very busy place normally. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, I want to get out, so that's fine. I'm fine with it, Shannon's the one that spends the entire time mad as though she didn't pick the location. No,
1: it was the people, it was, it was, it was
0: everything. Yeah, yeah, that you picked.
1: (laughs) like on the escalators and they weren't just going down move or go down the escalator or i'm gonna eat you down the escalator
0: for context to make you seem like a bad person there was a child scared of the escalator and shannon was like i think that child should go flying 12 feet
1: basically yeah but i didn't actually make them fly 12 feet i just went past them no
0: i probably wouldn't admit that
1: no Felony, on the podcast. But yeah, but to be fair though, I said, oh well we could go to town, you like, yeah, but either way it's going to be busy. I was like, yeah, either way it's going to be busy. So then we chose the crazy one.
0: Yeah, so then we chose the, the one we can't really escape easily. Ooh, new no, year, technically. I mean, we're recording this in January, who's to say when the episode will come out?
1: Technically, this is the first recording of
0: 2024. This is the first recording of 2024. We have not recorded for a fair few months because we had a lot. 2024, year of the four. As has been covered <laughs> in this podcast, I walk a lot. Yeah, I'll let you breathe. What was so funny about year of the four? <laughs> I it's don't
1: just out of sit and it
0: was like year of the four
1: and I was like. <laughs> 2K24. It's 2K24.
0: I walk a lot. Have a smartwatch that counts how much I walk. So. The amount of steps I did last year, which I'm so proud of, 4,400,328. That's an insane
1: amount of steps.
0: If I had known that, I think I would have probably got 4,400,400 steps as opposed to 328. But I didn't do the total count until January and I was like, well. But also, it's, it's,
1: you know, ending on 28 is fine. It doesn't have to be a round number.
0: Well, no, it's just all the other numbers are fours. Oh yeah, there
1: is that. That would have be been good. I didn't think about that. And then for 2024, that's what you need to do for 2024! Make sure that every single number. make sure that every single number is a four.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing that. Why? That- because that's so much math.
1: Not really, you walk until you've got four million steps and then you just keep waiting until the next line goes four, 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 four. You just keep walking until they all say four. Oh wait, no, yeah, because then it adds up, oh.
0: Yeah, just do a mad walk at the first week. Do four million four hundred forty-four
1: thousand four hundred forty-four steps, <laughs> and then not, not walk for the rest of the year. Just don't even take a step for the rest of the year. Just be wheeled, carried everywhere.
0: I don't think I could walk after that.
1: <laughs> Mate, you should be proud of that. It was an amazing thing to achieve. That was a lot of steps. Step. You did so many steps.
0: I did. A, I did. I did do something.
1: Yeah, you did a mad amount of steps. You at least doubled your steps.
0: What are we going to do there For eight million steps this year now? I'd have to do 20,000 steps a day, average? I don't know. Who's to say? I ain't math. I'm not doing- we could do that math very easily, but I just don't want to. I just can't- By the way, did you know that if you drop a knife, as it turns out, this is actually a thing, if you drop a knife, like a, a special- a sharp cutting knife, on a ceramic floor, it breaks in half. What,
1: the knife or the ceramic?
0: The knife. Jordan dropped one of our, like, steak knives that I use for chopping fruit. Is actually they're really good for chopping tomatoes. He dropped it on the kitchen floor, which is like tile, and it the knife just snapped.
1: What is in the knife snapped or it came apart from the handle?
0: No, the blade snapped.
1: I don't believe you. That seems like life.
0: No, no, literally it was wild. So I Google it, being like, is there a weird frequency thing in which ceramics snaps knives? Turns out it actually is a common thing. God,
1: what? Why?
0: Joe, no, I can't remember. But anyway, it turns out it's a really common thing which obviously got me googling it at the time, I found this article said cutting through 14 knife superstitions that you need to know. Apparently you're supposed to give coins after receiving a knife.
1: What, what? Why? The superstitions?
0: Yeah, like, that's one of the superstitions, that you're supposed to give a coin after receiving a knife, which is something I've never heard about. But basically, a knife as a gift symbolizes the severing of the relationship, something that obviously isn't good for a wedding or birthday surprise, to avoid this, you include a coin with the gift that the receiver hands back to you as a gift giver. That way, the gift is now a purchase and Lady Look is still on your side. Okay. So that was, I was wild, because I've never heard of knife superstitions before. No,
1: neither right? I. Like, I, obviously there's things, like, about shoes and things, but I never knew there was things about
0: knives. Now we're delving into knife superstitions, because there's 14 of them. And I was like, I was just gonna do one, but then I got to the next one, and I was like, this is wild.
1: Curses, knife edition.
0: A knife with a black handle keeps nightmares away. This is a popular superstition in Greece, but apparently, if you place a knife with a black handle under your pillow, it will prevent nightmares at night. It's believed this was true since ancient Greece. renowned physician Hippocrates believed that dreams are a sign of illness, and if you have a nightmare, a knife can slice that away. Which I think is wildly insane.
1: Yeah, that's really fun, but also, maybe can you please? Maybe the movable sleeper I am, if I slept with a knife under my pillow, I'd wake up and I'd just be- I'd just be-
0: I was gonna say, who sleeps perfectly flat that, like, the knife will not then become a problem?
1: I- it will become a problem for me.
0: It will- yeah, it'll become a problem for me as well. I would
1: just- I would- because I sleep with, like, my arm underneath my pillow, I just know I'd- I'd move it at some point and I'd be it, it'd be like-
0: But you know when you aggressively, like, put- like, move your pillow when it's not comfortable after you've been lying on it? You don't want to do that if there's a knife underneath it. Right
1: and you forget and then you like aggressively move it and the knife suddenly decides to be like oh, oh, oh and then you just sleep.
0: I'm telling you that's probably like a lot of deaths in ancient Greece. Oh wait so there's another thing of sleeping with a knife under your pillow scares evil spirits. That was a superstition in China. People need to stop using knives under their pillows. What
1: if the tooth fairy was there like oh let's go get those teeth and then she goes underneath it's just like knives. It's like, what? Why are
0: people keeping knives under their pillows? I don't know. It, it's, it's like when you watch a movie and there's like a gun under the pillow. It's like, what? That is not safe. Yeah, that just seems unsafe. No. It
1: doesn't seem safe.
0: So a steel knife pre- protects you from fairies and curses. Why
1: does it protect you from...
0: In European countries like Ireland, where folklore about fairies is popular, it's said that keeping a steel knife with you can protect you from things like curses and from fairies. Probably, so, I don't know, you could stab the curse and the fairy.
1: A, fairy, a allergic to steel? Well, no,
0: but if you're stabbing a fairy, like, I feel any knife would do that. But
1: they said steel knife, specifically.
0: Yeah, but, like, what other knife thing is there? Iron.
1: Obsidian. You can make a knife out of anything as long as it stabs.
0: Oh, iron, yeah. Well, maybe it was, maybe steel was more expensive back then. So it was like, only rich people could be protected. Maybe it was to sell more knives.
1: Well, yeah, actually, because steel... What was steel made? Isn't steel an alloy of iron and something else?
0: Literally, how would I know that? What is steel?
1: I'm gonna say, I'm pretty sure it's a mixture of, like, iron and something else.
0: Steel is an alloy of iron and carbon with improved strength and fracture resistance compared to other forms of iron. So I guess that means, like, the knife won't break off in the demon's body.
1: Yeah, because it was something that wasn't, like, brought about until, like, factory manufacturing, no? There was like a certain thing that they had to learn how to put the things together to make the steel. Yeah. Steel! Deep dive! More knife facts!
0: There's so many fun knife facts, as it turns out. You'll have bad luck if you sharpen any blade after sunset. Why? It's just a superstition. No specific point of origin. Knives are buried with the dead so the dead won't be defenceless.
1: Against what? The dead? What are they going to defend themselves against when they're dead?
0: One of the most prolific items found in burial rites in Anglo-Saxon tribes are knives. They do this to ensure that the dead are buried with a weapon so they can freely go to the next world, armed and not defenceless. Knife facts! Anyway!
1: Knife facts, yeah!
0: I don't know what this episode has been, it's been a bit all over the place, but, uh, it came off the list of a sticky note that I wrote when I probably had more of a plan.
1: That's for past Luke to know about, not, not, not now Luke.
0: Because past me always goes, I'll know what this means.
1: And <laughs> we never do, we never
0: do. And then I read it, and I'm like, what do three random letters mean? Do you have anything to say?
1: Happy New Year! Even though this is probably gonna come out in February! (laughs) Yeah? No? Yeah? Cool? You're a force? (laughs) That's it? I don't know. My brain isn't working today. I'm not good. You left me to ad lib for like a minute and I did that and it was great. So, you know, I can't do things.
0: Oh no! I don't know what you said! Well, this has been the episode. I've been Luke. That's been Shannon. Um, if you liked what you heard aka whatever chaotic ramblings we came out with today please rate review subscribe we usually have more structure than this love. check out the capping out minds instagram for updates and the youtube for animations oh
1: the, this like seven minute long animation about me losing my mind due to the car and the candle go see it go watch it guys it's on youtube
0: i get to stretch channel out for seven minutes and then i animate it
1: because you just found it entertaining
0: so yeah 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 go to youtube yeah go do it capping out minds on youtube Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>